Hello, story lovers. I'm Laurel McCarg, and you're listening to Alligator Preserves. Are you ready for short story number 13? It's called Baby Boom. And it's about a young marriage counselor who learns a difficult lesson about breaking the rules after a stimulating session with an eccentric older couple. Stay tuned. Here's my story, Baby Boom. I shouldn't be telling you this. It's against our code of ethics. But if you were me, you'd have to tell someone too. It's just too astounding to keep to myself, and it's not like anyone's going to get hurt. About nine months ago, my administrative assistant entered my office with an intriguing announcement. Ms. Knuckles, your three o'clock is here to see you. They say their names are Zeus and Hera. Should I call security? She whispered that last part, and we both jumped when a lightning strike, followed by a crack of thunder, made the overhead lights flicker. I've had some real doozies come in for marriage counseling recently, but this was a first. No, Doris, I'll see them now. I was excited by the prospect of a new challenge. My clients were starting to bore me, and I was only in my second year of practice. What do you mean you can't stand the way I sip my coffee? The biggest problem in our marriage? It's you, you idiot. What do I love most about her? When she leaves me alone for a few hours. I've heard it all, and I'll be honest with you. I got into this line of work for the wrong reason. You're a lovely girl, Crindy, but let's face it. You're not exactly Miss Personality. My mother pushed me into an online counseling course while I was getting my bachelor's in family studies. It'll be the perfect way to find the right man. I explained how unethical it would be to take advantage of what I learned from my sessions, but she maintained her position that it's okay to break the rules once in a while. Now, I know you'll judge me, and of course it would violate the all-sacred code, but she had a point. Not all marriages are salvageable, and I'd get the inside scoop on everything a man liked and didn't like about his soon-to-be ex. I'd be there to pick up the pieces of the one I'd choose. Until then, I'd welcome a few eccentric new clients. Zeus and Hera, whoever they were, already aroused my interest. From the moment they entered my office, I felt a weird vibe, and it was more than just because they were wearing cloaks. It was like I was seeing them through a hazy shimmer. I'd been meaning to cut back on my caffeine, and my blurred vision was a good indicator that the time had come. My initial impression was that they were really old, but they moved as if gliding on air. The man was strangely attractive, powerful, piercing eyes. And the woman was quite lovely. Maybe I was mistaken about their age. Mr. and Mrs. Zeus, pleased to meet you. I'm Crindy Knuckles. I extended my hand to the woman first, but she didn't reciprocate. Oh, no, child. Just Zeus and Hera. 
She looked down her nose at me, seeming to assess me from head to toe. Yes, just like Sonny and Cher, the man added. You know who we are. His words echoed in my head, and though I didn't initially believe it, the irrational part of my brain knew it to be true. Crindy Knuckles, that is a name for one skilled in combat. What was your mother thinking? Hera continued to appraise me. Mothers, go figure, right? Shall we get started? I felt it unnecessary to mention I belonged to a boxing gym. Without hesitation, Zeus sat himself in my office chair, and Hera sat on the edge of my desk, leaving me to sit on the client couch. I suppose I could have protested, but it was already turning out to be a memorable session. After reviewing the informed consent and confidentiality statements, I asked my first question, an easy one. How long have you two been together? They looked at one another and chuckled, and I suddenly felt like a third wheel. Far longer than you have been alive, dear. Hera had the patronizing act down to a science. And what made you come to counseling at this point in your marriage? I wasn't going to let her bully me, though I already felt insecure looking up at her from the couch. Zeus's eyes bore into my own. A hint of amusement danced in them, and I felt dizzy. It is her idea, he said. The woman wants a child, but asks too much of me. He sounded hurt, and I controlled a sudden impulse to hug him. Thunder rolled in the distance, and I braced for the following boom. Let's start with that. I still couldn't pinpoint their ages, and the idea of bringing a child into an ancient marriage made me uncomfortable, but at least I had something to work with. Hera, you want a child. Would you tell your husband why he'd be a good father? Well, I am greatly fond of your strength and decisiveness and virility, darling, but that is where we run amok. She rolled her eyes like an impatient mother. Ah, you see? She cannot get past that essential element of my being. Zeus's furrowed brow sharpened his rain-gray eyes, and I felt drawn into them. Can you blame me? Never have I been unfaithful to you, husband. Ah, but I have seen how you admire Thor's massive hammer. Do not be ridiculous. He is but a child. Hera stood, floated behind Zeus, and placed her hands on his shoulders. You are my husband from time immemorial through eternity. I had to say something, though I felt transfixed by the scene unfolding. Hera, I sense you don't trust your husband. Should we discuss why? Zeus raised his eyebrows and grinned sheepishly. He was adorable. Something stirred inside me. Thunder continued to roll in the distance. 
Would you like a list of those with whom he has shared his greatest gift? Leto, Maya, Samael, Danae, Demeter, Themis, Leda. Enough, sister. You have wielded your vengeance upon each and enjoyed it. Sister? I didn't see that coming. No wonder he'd strayed in the past, and by the sound of his floozy's names, to many foreign lands. I knew right then I had to free him from her sick clutches. He was the one for me. Older than I'd imagined for myself, but strong. Decisive. Virile. It was crystal clear that Hera had been holding her holier-than-thou axe over his head for a long time, decades at least. I wanted him, and I could tell he wanted me, too. I had to proceed cautiously. Infidelity can end a marriage, I'm sure you know, and sometimes there's nothing a counselor can do. I caught Zeus's eye and did my best to convey my message. He grinned, and Hera saw it. Really, husband? This one? Hera grabbed a fistful of Zeus's beard and pulled it so he was forced to look at her, and I jumped to my feet, ready to defend him. Release the beard! I yelled, and immediately wondered why I'd uttered such a comical phrase. The session just kept getting better. Step away, or I'll... Her eyes shot me a look that knocked me back onto the couch, and then she smiled, releasing Zeus's beard and standing with her hands on her hips. Ah, she is spirited, this one. I will approve. Now, dearest, let us not be hasty. He winked at me, and a wave of confusion blurred my vision again. It seemed they were messing with my mind. I had to regain control. I'll have you know I won't stand for violence in my office, I said with salvaged authority. We can continue our session calmly, or we can schedule another appointment. Sometimes it's helpful for me to meet one-on-one in order to get a better understanding of the root problems. I gave Zeus another loaded look. I know exactly what his root problem is, Harris said, and then started to chuckle. I watched, surprised, as Zeus slid his hand up her skirt while keeping his eyes on me. I flushed, and it took a moment before I willed myself to breathe. What was happening? I cast my vote for a continuation, said Zeus. Dearest wife, please do us the favor of coordinating with the minion beyond the door, and I shall join you forthwith. It was happening. I was going to have him to myself, if only for a few precious moments. I extended my hand to Hera, but again she dismissed me. Foolish wife, I thought, leaving her lusty husband alone with a younger woman. The instant she left the room, I felt myself enshrouded in a cozy, warm cloud and transported back to the couch. An ecstatic shiver, like lightning surging through my veins and thunder rumbling in my nether regions, left me sprawled and panting and alone. Zeus, where are you? What just happened?' 
My breathless questions went unanswered. He was gone. I stood, ran my hands through my disheveled hair, and affected a casual nonchalance as I opened my office door. My heart raced. Uh, Doris, did they make follow-on appointments? It sounded like I'd just awoken. Doris scrunched her eyebrows and gave me the once-over. No, Miss Knuckles, are you all right? I felt confused. Did they say anything to you? Anything at all? I tried to hide the hysteria creeping into my tone. My hands clasped my belly in an instinctive, protective gesture. They barely acknowledged me, she said, but they were holding hands and giggling as they left, so congratulations. Congratulations? What do you mean? On helping them overcome their issues, of course. You helped them rekindle their love. I ran back into my office to throw up in the trash can, and that's when I noticed it. Zeus had left his cloak on my office chair, a clear indication that he'd be coming back to me. But that was nine months ago. The only thing that kept me motivated as my belly grew was my certainty that as soon as our child was born, Zeus would return to claim us. I could see it in his eyes, and I could feel it. Oh, boy, could I feel it. When he disappeared on me that tumultuous day. So when I awoke this morning to cold, wet sheets, I knew what had happened wasn't just a dream. Zeus and Hera were by my bedside last night, and the beautiful baby boy I'd been nurturing, the baby who was in my womb one moment and in Hera's arms the next, would never be mine. What will you call him? Zeus's whisper echoed in what I thought was a dream. How about Knuckles? Just look at the size of his fists. I saw them smile and knew my baby would be safe. And you will not strike vengeance upon she who has been our vessel. Zeus's decree was unnecessary, though I was grateful for it. Now you know I had to tell you my story. I broke the rules, yes, but they played me and played me good. I was wrong, though, about no one getting hurt. From the looks of me, you'd never know I carried a baby to term. That's a godsend, but how am I to recover from my shattered expectations? At least Zeus left me his cloak. I wrapped it around myself before changing my sheets and noticed something sticking out of a pocket. I pulled out a sheet of paper on which lightning bolt-shaped letters read, Crindy Knuckles is a knockout. I smiled, canceled my appointments for the rest of the week, and registered for an upcoming boxing tournament. I think I finally heard my calling. But you still owe me! I shouted at the ceiling. Thunder rumbled. A single lightning strike flickered my bedroom lamp like a wink from Zeus, and gentle rain danced on my rooftop. My inspiration for this short story was the NYC Midnight Short Story Competition, my story, Anchors Away, which you heard last month, if you listened to it, made it through the first round of this competition. And so for the second round of the competition, 
I had to write a short story that was a romantic comedy with a marriage counselor and something about breaking the rules. And this is what I came up with when uh, Mike and I were vacationing in Moab. I had three days to complete it. And I took the full three days, which I would recommend anyone do. If you finish something, don't submit it right away. Give yourself time to think about it and tweak some things, which I did with my husband's help as well. I knew I wanted to use the name Crindy. It's a a reference to an arrested development episode, if any of you watch that. (laughs) And I was struggling to come up with a last name. And my husband, Mike, had been looking at names in some organization. And and he said, oh, this last guy's name is Knuckles, which we both thought was unusual. And so when I, during one of our hikes, I'm like, her name's Crindy, but I don't know what her last name is. And and he just said Knuckles, and it was just perfect. (laughs) So that's how I got her name. So I could make a tie into her, her boxing reference and also to the baby's name at the end. So that was fun. I'll know next month if I make it to round three, and that would just be exciting, but I'm just tickled silly that I made it past round one. So there, your short story number 13. I do hope you enjoyed it. I would love to hear your comments. And if there are any writers out there for fun or for whatever, any aspiring authors, I would highly recommend this NYC Midnight competition. It's $45 if you do an early bird registration for the chance of doing three rounds, and they give you a challenge, they give you a suspense, and you complete something which feels great, and then you get feedback. You get feedback regardless of whether you win or not, whether you make it to the next round or not. So I think it's really worthwhile, and it definitely moves you out of your comfort zone. I never would have put the elements together that they've given me in these past challenges. Thank you for listening. Share this with your friends so maybe I can get some more listeners out there. I'd love to see some comments. And if you'd like to become a patron of my work, go to patreon.com slash alligatorpreserves. It's really easy to do. Until the next episode, be good to yourselves. Bye.